absolute must win. If the Gophers don't win this one, it will be an absolute shame and embarrassment on the season. So it is a must-win game for the Minnesota Golden Gophers, and we'll talk about the keys on how to make it happen today on Locked On Golden Gophers. You are Locked On Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Uh, Golden Gophers. it turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Now, today we're talking about the keys for the Northwestern game this weekend. And be sure to subscribe on YouTube and tick the notifications bell so you know when the latest video drops each and every day of the week. Again, we got five of them every day of the week, so you got to be sure to hit subscribe so you're getting all the latest and greatest content. And today we got the keys. We got the players we need to step up with the graphics we've been running with for the past two weeks. And I hope you're enjoying those if you are let me know down in the comments and follow wherever you get your podcasts at lockdown golden gophers now today's episode is brought to you by sling tv don't miss this week's matchup right there on sling tv sling tv is that they tv you'll love streaming options all over they've got all of the big 10 network the acc network sec network pack 12 network you name it over at sling tv for a price you'll love try it today now Let's jump in to the keys. Overall, Northwestern, their defense, it's it's mediocre. It's mediocre. We'll give it that. Now, at least on the rushing side, it is terrible. It's 112th in the nation, and that bodes well for us with our strong suit being the ground game and Mo Ibrahim. Now, you flip it over to the opposite in the passing side, and they're 35th in the nation, and that is pretty good. That is pretty up there they're pretty good at handling the passing attacks of teams and we saw that on display last week when they played ohio state one of the highest powered offenses in the league when it comes to passing and they held cj stroud to only 76 yards in 26 attempts that was impressive in its own right they came out with a loss still against ohio state but it was 21 to 7 much closer than what people were thinking and What they did to a Heisman candidate, allowing zero touchdowns and only 76 yards to a top Heisman candidate, it's impressive. It makes you say, don't take them for granted. So we need to talk about who needs to step up for us this week to ensure we get a victory versus a team that is one and eight. If we lose to this team that is one and eight, my friends... There might be madness when it comes to the Gophers fan base and just the outrage we could see. So we need to get the W here so we can focus on those rivalry games. So the Gophers are focusing on going 1-0 against Northwestern this weekend. So who are the players that we need to step up this week? Now, again, this list isn't going to include folks like Tyler Newbin or Mo Ibrahim because they consistently show up each and every week showing that they can prove on su- play on Sundays, showing that they can be the best of their ability almost every single game out there. So they're not going to be the guys on our list. But 
last week, we knocked it out of the park on the defensive side of ball. We said Cody Lindenberg and we said Terrell Smith. Those were the two players that needed to step up and they did. Cody Lindenberg balled out. He was my defensive player pick of the week and was just that. Had eight tackles, had a sack, had a tackle for loss. Like he was all over the field having more opportunities he's really showing that he can be a staple on this defense moving forward as we lose a decent amount of seniors due to eligibility this year so Cody Lindenberg huge game for him last week and then Terrell Smith had a major interception that helped flip the game and put us up by two scores so huge huge both those guys stood up stood out now on the offensive side of ball I didn't get it right as much Ariante Ursary played a pretty clean game but didn't do anything levels better to really warrant the same type of celebration that we just gave those guys on defense and then Bryce Williams didn't really do much at all so didn't get the offensive side right but the defensive side very much so now, who are the players this week? We'll start with the offense, and the first one is Brevin Span Ford. We got to get him some success going in the past game once more. He had a drop in the, the Nebraska game. He had a drop in the Rutgers game. So we got to shake those off. We got to keep leading this team in receiving yards and really taking that next step of really leaping forward with any opportunities that he is given in the passing game, especially with a team that is strong in the passing defense. So we're going to need a clean game from Brevin this week. And the blocking remains more than impressive each and every week. Last week, he was graded an 86 in the run block grade. 86 in the run block grade. Excuse me. That was a tongue twister for some reason, but we're moving on. So Brevin is the player one on offense, and I think we'll see some good receiving prowess from him this week. So that'll be player number one we want to step up. Now, player number two on the offensive side of ball is Quinn Carroll. This is this has got to be the week, right? This has to be the week that you get it right. Now, I've been hoping that it would be the week to get it right the last three, four weeks, but... It just ain't been happening and it, it isn't happening. And I don't know what else to say. We talked about him on Monday's show about how he's given up 17 pressures compared to his other offensive line starters who have given up five, six, eight, and three, five, six, eight, and three. And he's given up 17 with four sacks. I mean, he almost has more. He has more sacks than Axel Rushmeyer has any pressures and he has more sack almost more sacks than john michael schmitz has any pressures that's just too much we've got to see it cleaned up otherwise we need to see someone else in at the right tackle position so quain carroll now's the time step it up this week versus northwestern who is the worst team in the entire conference if you can't do it there i'm not sure where you can moving on to the defensive side of ball we're flipping over to flip dixon he added some pressures on the quarterback this past week, and that was a welcome sight. Love to see it, especially because pressures on the QB have been something that haven't been generating as well for the Gophers defense. So to see him also getting involved there was an awesome thing to see. But on the flip side, he had two missed tackles, and he allowed three receptions on six times being targeted. Again, that's not terrible, but the PFF grade was brutal. And I think a bounce back week for him is in the cards against a team that 
he should find more success against and a team that'll pass the ball more. So it'll give him more opportunities to go out there and bounce back. Now, the final player we're talking about when it comes to players we need to bounce back and step up for this week, it is Mariano Sorimarin. Not someone I typically expect to see on this list, but missed tackles last week again. And he also gave up one target. Basically, he was only targeted one time. It was caught for an explosive play, 31 yards down the field. Uh, That's just not something we're used to seeing from Mariano as far as giving up big plays. And so I think this will be a get-right game once again. The biggest solve here is how he takes advantage and finds success back in the snaps where he's in pass coverage. That's going to be the biggest thing is getting back on track there, especially with a team that likes to pass the ball more than run it, even though they have a capable running back, they haven't been as successful in the ground game as a whole this season. So Mariano Suri Marin and Flip Dixon are the defensive players and Brevin Spanford and Quinn Carroll are the offensive players that we want to step up this week against Northwestern. Now, not only can this be another W for Minnesota against Northwestern, but it must, must be a W because it would be reckless. It would be careless. It would be shameful to drop this game before our big rivalry games. How can the Gophers look better than Ohio State? That's coming up next. Now, today's show is brought to you by Simply Safe. If you've ever thought about securing your home with a security system, now's the time. If you've been putting it off and you want to think about getting one, listen up right here because you can get 50% off on Simply Safe. 50%. It's still going, folks. So, in an emergency, 24 7, professional monitoring agents use the Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that a threat is real so you can get priority police response. Now, it also has 24-7 professional monitoring services for less than a dollar a day, less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. So a better deal for you, even against competitors. Don't miss the chance to save big on the only security system that I would recommend in the game, get 50% off the new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. Again, that's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, we're back in it and we're talking about the three keys to win against Northwestern and look better than what Ohio State put on the field last week. So the first thing that we got to jump in with is that we have to get to the quarterback. We found success in it last week, and that has to carry over. You need to keep the momentum building, keep the looks coming, keep the quarterback on his heels and the offensive line on their butts, because if you can do that back-to-back, find the success, find the things that are starting to click and work, that is going to give you so much confidence in that defense and creating more pressure as you head into Iowa at home, whom you haven't beat in the P.J. Fleck era, And then you go on to Wisconsin to defend the X. So you got to get it going now. You have to get the pressure on the quarterback. So that means we want to see more John Joyner out there who has been absolutely balling. We've been talking about him for the last few weeks. Five pressures in that Nebraska game alone. He has been leading the team in pressures for the past three weeks. And we want more snaps from John Joyner because he's getting it done. 
even if he's not getting home. Last week, he didn't get a sack, but he did have five pressures. Then you look at Thomas Rush, who was credited with two sacks last week. You need both those guys to really give it this game, keep the pressure on. And then the continued pressures from other areas is what is intriguing. We saw a couple from Flip Dixon. We saw a couple from Mariano. We saw a couple from Cody Lindenberg. So keeping the pressure coming from all angles is going to be a key factor in building success, not only this week, but moving forward into the rivalry matchups as well. Now, the second point of what we need to do to get right in this game and help bounce forward to the next game is let Mo cook. Just let him cook, let him eat, let him grind, let him chef it up because Mo is going to be the key reason on how we win this game. Now, again, Northwestern's coach Fitzgerald is going to be smart and he's going to try and add a hat. <clears throat> Who's going to play quarterback? I believe it'll be Ethan, but whoever does play quarterback, we have to have some success in the past game or as a running threat on the ground, which is why I hope and think it will be Ethan. If you have that success, which even CJ Shroud needed last week to be able to move the Ohio State offense since he couldn't move it through the air, just anything you can do to open up the ground game for Mo to allow him to continue to play the football that the Gophers like to play, which is ground and pound, running the clock, controlling the clock, and then punch, punching it in nine, 10, 12 play drives down the field. So let Mo cook. The last thing this week that needs to be a focus is turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Ryan Holinsky has put so many opportunities out there to turn the ball over, and it needs to happen. It absolutely has to happen. The Gophers have been pretty good at creating turnovers this season, but we want to get multiples. We want to keep the ball in the offense's hand, get the defense off quick, and really shore up what we saw in those early games. This game needs to feel like what we saw in the early games and what we saw in the Rutgers game. A heavy, heavy favor win in getting the confidence back. There were opportunities to generate confidence last week versus Nebraska that we talked about that ended up getting passed on. We'll make up for it this week. Instill the confidence this week. Light it up this week. Let the offense know you're rolling this week. Let the defense get in there, get in quick, and get out easy, quick, breezy, beautiful, cover girl. Just kidding. But make it happen. Get the turnovers. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers is point number three. So you got get to the quarterback. A lot of defensive focus this week. Getting to the quarterback, creating turnovers, and then letting Mo cook and get out the way. Our season success depends on this win. It is also a key in our chances to win the West because that door is not completely shut. This week will be a major deciding week on if the Gophers can stay alive in the West. And we're going to talk about how coming up next. But first, the show is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is that delicious protein bar that packs a punch is power packed with protein and honestly it tastes great i don't know how they do it but they over there at bill bar make sure it's good for you and that it tastes excellent my favorite is still the white chocolate covered berry flavor one otherwise i'm always rocking with any of those brownie flavored ones mint brownie brownie batter peanut butter brownie you name it i rock with those like nobody's business First off, whoever hasn't tried Built before, they're literally one of the best tasting proteins out there, if not the best ever, in my opinion. 
Now they're, revolution they're revolutionizing nutrition as we know it with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and low sugars and calories with only 130 total calories in most of their bars. So now is the time to get on over to Built Bar and get 15% off your order by using the promo code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. Again, LOCKEDON15 will get you 15% off at Built.com. All right, folks, let's wrap this bad boy up. First, thank you for making Lockdown Golden Gophers your first listen when it comes to daily sports. And be sure to check out Lockdown Sports today for all the latest hard-hitting sports stories. If you only have a little bit of time to catch up on the entire sports world and what is going on, then I recommend Lockdown Sports today as your second listen. Now, let's talk about how the Gophers can finish as West champions when it comes to the Big Ten. It's still a slim look, but it is a possibility. The first thing we need is we need Illinois to lose two more games. Now, I know, Kane, that sounds like a big ask. That sounds like a big task. So why is it possible? Well, Illinois plays Purdue this week, and Purdue is a team that can show up and ball out, or it's a team that can absolutely flop. We've seen both sides of Purdue. Unfortunately, Minnesota caught the raw end of the stick, getting the side that the team that Balled out for the most part, wasn't crazy, more self-inflicted wounds. We've already talked about that on the show, but regardless, they got the dub. So we've seen them ball out against us. We've seen them have a huge success against Penn State and almost walk out with that one. We've seen them walk out with some really big games. And then we've seen them drop huge games too, like last week, like the Wisconsin game. So they have the opportunity to really drop games, and they also have the two opportunities to get out there and win. We need them to show up this week. We need them to beat Illinois and really shut down Illinois' chances at winning the West. Now, if Purdue wins, that puts Purdue in the driver's seat as far as finishing as the winner because they could end up in a tiebreaker with Illinois. So that's why we need Purdue to lose a game as well. So Illinois got Purdue this week. You hope they lose. Then Illinois got Michigan the next week, which feels like a high possibility of a loss. So that's two right there, the two you need. Then you need Purdue to lose one game and Purdue's other two games are versus Northwestern and Indiana. Both of those are winnable games, but Indiana has been out there showing that they can win on certain days as well. They beat Illinois already. They've Put it up to the wire with a couple other games as well. So Indiana isn't a team to completely count out. It is possible. So in the end, you need Illinois to lose two, Purdue to lose one, and then the Gophers have to win out. That is how you become the West champions this year. Now, can the Gophers win out? Yes, they can. That is a possibility that I think is possibly the highest of the three scenarios that we need. Now, a Purdue loss will probably happen, and it'll honestly probably happen to Illinois. So if they lose to Illinois, are all hopes over, does Illinois win the West? Probably, but not fully. So again, like we said, we just need Illinois to lose two games. So if Illinois beats Purdue this week, they still have Michigan, but then you have Northwestern. And it's at Northwestern, so that gives you a little more spice. You saw what Northwestern just did to Ohio State's offense and really held them in check, but Ohio State just had too much firepower to really be held down an entire game. Well, Illinois' firepower is not the exact same as Ohio State's, especially when it comes to pass-catching options. So 
you don't want to rely on Northwestern beating Illinois in the final week of the season to give you a chance at the West. So we really need that Purdue one. But in the end, as long as Illinois drops two and Purdue drops one, the Gophers are back in this thing if they win out. But the Gophers can only handle what they can do, which is win each game one by one. And that starts with Northwestern this weekend. So show up loud, show up proud. Be ready at Huntington Bank Stadium this weekend for the Minnesota Golden Gophers to take on Northwestern Wildcats. That's going to do it for us on today's show. I hope you liked it. I hope you enjoyed it. Drop comments down below on what you are looking forward to this weekend. I'm going to sign off on this one. Kane Rob signing off. Row the boat. Skyima. Go Gophers. Thank you.